Hello and welcome to this, the newest episode of the Ian Prendercast, another sports podcast. So the 34th episode, I think. Memory 32nd serves. last week. Was it? Yeah, that's what you went with. You sure? No, you went with, no, you went with I couldn't remember. No, and then he said 32. Yeah, but I reckon it might have been 30. It's not, it's irrelevant. Just look at the listing on the Let's episode. Let's keep moving. Tight 60. Uh, my name's Sean Peterbudge. I'm joined as always by Fabian Guadagnolo. Buona sera ragazzi. Buona sera ragazzi to you too. And uh, Tim Davis, fresh from a junk at luncheon. Yes, correct, Sean. Um, lead thoroughly us, lead enjoyable. Us off, lead us off with your shout out. Because usually we shout out to sports things or to achievements in the sports field or something that's you know we're passionate about. But you've promised your shout out. You've given your shout out away today. So oh, I have. No, I've, I've promised a shout out to Mark Curtis and Mark's... Um, business development manager at BMD, who is one of Australia's biggest civil contractors. Yep. And um, and Mark and BMD have had a, um, a, a reservation at the Terrace Restaurant at Flemington for 22 years. Same table, every single race meeting at Flemington. And uh, today was a midweek race meeting, and we went along, had a terrific day. Did you win? Didn't win a lot of money, but, uh, but had good fun. Oh. If Mark ever needs a traffic engineer... Uh, and yeah, and absolutely, we'll uh, we'll definitely put him in touch with uh, you and Pete. I'm going to start calling you John Laws. Cash for comment. Clearly, it was a fucking trade off. <laughs> no, but good day had by all, so, and so uh, look just, forward to many more. So BMD, you've given them the shout. Any other one? As Fabian said, you got to going to give a shout out to someone else. I met a couple of boys from Mineheart Engineering today. That was Mineheart a joke. Consulting. That, was a, that was not a setup. No, the... so with John Laws. It's <laughs> not a setup. Shout out to Glenn, another good Carlton man. So uh, yeah. We will welcome him aboard to our uh, loyal followers. Absolutely. Great stuff. You got one, Fabian? You said you didn't have one before. I didn't. Uh, no, not really. So we're skipping you? Yeah, I just, I just, there's no shout outs. That's fine. A shout out to Cripper. Gave it a, an absolute almighty crack at the Brownlow. Geez, when he was 20 points and we'd won one game, 20 I votes. E- I didn't expect him to poll so well so early. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, ultimately, when Nat Fife was getting three possessions and, yeah. and getting mm. three votes for it. Uh, mm. We were Look at the end of the day. We shot. Fife's strength is I love the thing strength. Is, I yeah. hate feeling this way because I really like Nat Fife. So I do really I. Do. So do I. And the fact that he's a dual Brownlow medalist doesn't irk me one little bit. Yep. It was that game. I don't remember who it was. They lost by like 40, 50 points. Hawthorne, maybe? Hawthorne, I think. He lost it was, three yeah. votes. Yeah. How fucking good could he have been? He got thumped. Mm. Yeah. But so, then Cripper has big games where he, he just stands out. But, and that was the thing. He was getting a lot of twos. So. Uh, look, it is what it is. Um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to court controversy here, but it wouldn't take too many to fix the thing, would it? Look, it wouldn't, but you're uh, you're swiftly out of the game if you do. Yeah, look, I, oh, speaking that, of swiftly out of the game, shout out to uh, to uh, Willie Rioli. Rioli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we hardly real knew swift. you. We hardly yeah. knew you, Willie. Um, no, Willie's in a lot of trouble. But just quickly on the brown light. I just thought that no one's denying that Nat Fife is an absolute superstar, but I think surely I'm not alone in thinking, did he have that good of a year? He, he had a he had a good year without it being. It certainly wasn't his best by, year. But look, by votes, he had a better year than the than the 15 year, and not not even close to goes, his 15 yeah, year. Really? Jeez. Yeah. But they were a very they were a better side in 15 than what they are now. Probably and, my bugbear. And he's, he's a lone he's a lone wolf, a la. Patrick Cripps now. Probably my bugbear out of the whole thing is that some of his teammates who had good years, Walters, I think, got four votes. No, 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 he got like a sorry, sorry, um, or something like that. Sorry, Brad Hill got four. Yep, yep. I think Langdon got two. And Mundy got about ten as and well. you're sort of going, geez, Langdon and Hill are a bit shortchanged. Yeah, for, for what were very good seasons. For, they've had pretty, I mean, did Walters make the All-Australian team? Yes, he did. 
and you're thinking Langdon was there or thereabouts, and yep. you know he's thinking, geez, I only got six between them. Yeah, five's got thirty-three. You're going, yeah. Oh, look, I think that it's always tricky. Someone said every year this comes up with the Brownlow that um, you should take the votes away from the umpires, and that entirely misses the point because that's the award. Uh, totally. So just totally. if if you feel that way and if you don't like it, if you don't believe it has any credibility or whatever, just don't put any stock in who wins it. Correct. And I think one comment I read on Twitter this week was where the award is given from somebody within um, the field of play, and that's the difference. You know, journos can sit back with the benefit of commentary and stats, and I, I'm firmly of the belief that field umpires or the umpire in brigade brigade get the stats now so they know exactly what's going on I so, they, that's so they lose the howler and I think that's they, part of the they issue they claim Ray Chamberlain claimed today he said no they don't he said we're not immune from it he goes you will occasionally see it on the scoreboard he goes just by chance you might be I, looking I around and see it. no well, he refuted yeah. that today he said no 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 we don't get stats um Look, Jared, Jared, or last one, Jared Waitley made a point when he was talking about it. And he you, goes, You love Jared now. You've no, made no, no, peace no, with him. You, no, 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 seriously. He made, go made back a good season one when Sean him. was on the bike. You know what the problem he was? was? Now, this is the problem. I was exposed to every hour of his show because I was listening to every second he was on air and I probably just needed to did, And he did have a bit of a <laughs> small bonnet about the boys. He did. He did. But yeah. And we were awful as well. So we were an easy punching oh, bag. Look, 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 look forgiveness but, all around. No, no, but he made a good point when he said, at no time in previous to this, in the history of the game, in the history of the Brownlow medal, because at no time have the superstars been more important. Probably, In yep. terms of winning you games of football, yep. like Patrick Cripps wins you a game of football. It's yep. not totally. six, seven, eight blokes you know, in positions. It's the guy at the coalface driving the ball forward who's at every contest. Fife's the same. Martin's the same, et cetera, et cetera. Dangerfield. He said, there's no surprise they get so many votes because, A, they're involved in the game so often and yep. they're so critical to the result. Yep. No, and I was, couldn't agree. And it was couldn't a good point. When, yeah. My shout-out, uh, Daniel Ricciardo. Yes. And not necessarily for anything he's done on the track. He's had a pretty tricky year on the track. The Renault's getting a bit racier, which is good. He's been a little bit better in the last couple of weeks. I think the Renault's found a bit of power, which is encouraging. But my point for Daniel Ricciardo is, if you're good at what you'll do, what you do, you'll make money. If you're good at what you do, you make the cash. And Daniel's absolutely doing that. He's on 20 million euros a year. But if you have that doesn't extend to, uh, to, to our industry. To the pod. Um, yeah. But if you've got a personality, you can double it. Yep. And what he has is something that a lot of big-name athletes don't, and that's a bit of spunk. Yep. It's a bit of pizzazz. It's a bit of personality about him. Did you see his post-match or post-race interview in the paddock? He'd had a pretty tricky weekend. He qualified eighth, had a irregularity with his MG UK and got sent to the back of the grid. He started the race um, from the pit. No, from the back of the grid. Um, you know, tricky track, hot, humid, long race, a lot of safety cars, whatever. Duked it out, ended up finishing, I think it was 15th or 16th or something. Got as high as, he was running sort of third on the track, but when pit stops came around, he was sort of in the top 10 there or thereabouts. Gets out and he's, Joking about, you know, sweetie, I'm a high-performance athlete. And, he's just, and you can see him, guys in the paddock after the race are pretty unflappable, pretty boring, can be frustrated, don't give you a lot. And this guy fronts up and he... It is, There's a lot of Kimmies these days, isn't there? A lot of Kimmies, a lot of guys that take themselves too seriously. Yep, yep. And you sit there and you go, if the Renault gets better, all the better for you because you're going to be... She <laughs> said seriously and thought um, that she said Siri. If the Renault yes. gets better, all power to Dan because he's in a good car. If another seat comes up at the pointy end of the grid, this is a guy, A, you know you can put in the car and you get results from him, and B, you can sell him. And geez, you hope that he does 
get to the pointy end and be able to be doing those interviews week after week after week because he, he, he'll be a breath of fresh air for that sport. Absolutely. Fabian's winding us up because he's Absolutely. got to be somewhere. Absolutely. He's, he's a waffling. Jazz Bellow. You're an idiot. Um, we're going to move now on to the AFL, obviously, the uh, biggest week of the year. I always approach this week with some bittersweet, you know, because it's the end of the year. It's the last week of school for the holidays. It's got that sort of vibe about it where you go, the footy, it's great because it's a big day, but once it's over, it's over for six months. So you That's sort of remove Sean is they've been on holidays for a week. For a week, but yeah, I didn't no. want to pull him up on that. What do you mean? Kids have been on holidays. No, no, for a I week. didn't say it was school holidays, idiot. I said it's like school holidays uh, uh, when you go to school. Aggression. See the aggression? Well, when you know, Defensive. Because you're not listening. Open your ears. You know when you go to school. Afford me the, the same love that you are affording Jared these days. Please. And it's the last day of school and it's that bittersweet thing because you go, oh, it's great school's wrapping up, but when you know, we're not gonna see your friends every day, sort of thing, whatever. So I think it's a bit like that. It's a great week, but you sort of don't want it to come and go and and whatnot. Before we get on to the grand final on Saturday, let's uh, dart back to last weekend. Yep. Have a bit of a chat about the prelims. I thought Friday night... Two for two. Two good games. Two for two. On the tips. No oh, fucking hell, Tim. Jesus Christ. Um, I thought Friday night was one on composure. I thought the Tigers were just more composed when it mattered. I thought they... Just stuck the landing when they needed to. And the week break was very important. Was it? Yes. Yeah, I don't mm. think so. Well, the run was there when they needed it later in the game and I Geelong just reckon, threw I everything at them. They looked like they got tired. Broken records, same crap I say all the Too time. Too few contributors. Geelong. Older bodies. good collectively. They've got five or six individuals who are really top-notch A-grade footballers. And then they actually have people like Harry Taylor, who's been missing for about two years, stand up and play a... He was, he was good. Flying early on. Who was the one player from Geelong you sat back and going, wow, you can really play? If you hadn't already cottoned on to him as a seriously good young footballer... Don't was, say Menegola. And don't no, no, say no. Narkle. No, no, no. There was a bloke at Geelong that played his career best game. Tim Kelly? No. Parfit? No. Uh, you're going to have to clue us in, Tim, because we've Tim, had we've listed 18 players. Grind Myers. Oh, oh, fuck off, Tim. Please. What were you watching? I'll give you the, I'll, I'll right, give you the first I, half. I, I walk into that club. If I've seen your coach, Fabian, I change a lot of things. But first thing, first order of business. Cut your hair. Cut your fucking hair. I don't have no right. issues with that. And, he played very and, good football. You throw in the Call trivers. Sav and go, Sav, come and teach this prick how to kick. That's he was not, he, he was good in the first half particularly, but bit a couple, of nine iron, but a yeah. couple of, a little bit a lack of composure, yep. a lack of execution, which is a, a, allowed from, for in a first year. Spot on. Hence, why we're not going to heap the praise on that. Tim's even. I thought he played really well. Yeah. I thought he was good in the first half. It was very important first half, and then absolutely. in the second half, he just had a couple of little. He went, oh, it's costly. He kicked one goal where I reckon he had three or four involvements from a half back flank back pocket all the way inside fifty and kicking a goal. Not many blokes do that mm, in any game, okay. let alone the preliminary final. We should we're just going to make it known here, Tim. Uh, Tim's adding, cats. Adding Tim's, cat, list. Tim's cats. Tim's cats. They're one of the five teams that he loves. <laughs> oh, it's four official. Which he did ask me for an order last week. And we never actually. Uh, we, so we bypassed it. Stop bl- it. <laughs> you know, it's got. Is Blues are at one. Blues are at one. Swanee's Bl- two. Bloods are at two. Power three. Power at three. I think the Geelong Grammar is four. <laughs> and Richmond at five. Richmond are not. Where are the cats? Yeah. No, Geelong. Oh, Geelong Grammar. Sorry, I missed the fact that you said Geelong Grammar. <laughs> yeah, and they've got no, the Geelong cats. at four and then and Richmond at five. All right. Whereas let's, Geelong, let's keep well, Geelong Grammar's there. He talks about Geelong Grammar every other week. Yeah. He's like you in the Legends Lunch. 
Never lets it go. <laughs> Said that last Speaking week, of too. the Legends Lunch, yep. I'll tell you something. Oh, oh, I forgot. Yeah. No, I was just joking. Um, <laughs> you couldn't have forgotten anything. You've given me the minutes of your meeting down there. So let's keep going. Richmond, yeah. Geelong, let's stay on point, boys. Oh, Jesus, Timbo. Um, yeah, look, I just think that ultimately it was just a, a case of Geelong had their opportunities. They should have been further in front uh, at halftime. Yep. Uh, Give it a gift goal. They were given a gift goal, but I think they'd worked and grafted hard enough to get it. And then, you know, the Tigers came out and were able to go bang, bang pretty quickly. I think that it was a matter of – it wasn't the points as much as the margin that Geelong needed to be mindful of. Yep. Uh, Sorry, the time, I should say. The time on the clock. But Richmond's kicked two goals pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. And you went, all that they'd worked an hour for is gone in three minutes. It fizzled, yeah. And And didn't Tom Lynch stand up? The way that a player who's getting paid one point two million dollars a year needs to stand up in a paid college jasney, mate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. There's not much to the cats. I'm telling you, they have. I keep saying but he was it. taking marks one on three. On the second Cade half, Collar the second jasney. half, the second half they're jasney. good players. They're good players. Were shut down, and the rest of them aren't good enough to get the job done. That's what happened. And Richmond slowly but surely. Yep. Over- Collar jasney played most of his footy on Jack Revolt, and Jack Revolt did Gee, not touch the stinker. football. Thank Christ he, he laid a tackle and tapped the ball down once because beyond that he if did he didn't nothing. do that, no, he said, did nothing. If he didn't do that, the he'd have been chat, dropped. The, the cha- he wouldn't have been dropped. That was Hendo's game. But the chatter around him, the cha- if he hadn't done that tap, the chatter around him this week wouldn't be a murmur. It'd be, Jesus, has this guy? He's not travelling well. He'll probably play a great game next week and he'll bob up as On needed. Hendo, but he is a bloke out of form. I want to defend Hendo for just one moment. You I weren't thought, defending him on the text. No, no, that's not Friday true. Night. I was. Oh, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. He actually presented quite well. Presented really times. well, and he actually did one excellent bit of play to set up. Who was it that was running inside fifty, and they muffed the kick? God, I hope it wasn't Grind Myers for your sake. <laughs> well, Hopefully, in your sake, it wasn't Grind Myers. <laughs> but he did a really good bit of work on the wing to present to Mark to turn to dish off, and whoever was—I don't know if it was Parfit or someone young guy—was running past and either needed to keep running or hit the kick inside fifty quicker. Yep. And in the end, he did neither. And it was picked off and back they went. And he went, you know, he did a couple of nice things. He conspired to almost miss that goal from 10 metres out. But look, he wasn't terrible. Yeah, and he flew for that mark that he was going to take on his chest that if he didn't do it, probably goes through for a goal. So I felt but for him on that one. But then if he didn't take that, I'm sure somebody else would have touched it anyway. I felt for him on that one because he's trying to get to the contest. He's lack of geography of where I am, where's the line, where's the post. I, yeah. I felt a bit sorry for him there. But, but um, he's just been unlucky that, sorry, that his role as key, key defender, there's been too many similar blokes and he's been the bloke that's been squeezed out on too, too, too often because he's a better footballer than that and should have been playing more senior AFL football. Fun fact, Tim. Lockie Henderson has won more finals playing for Carlton than playing for Geelong. Uh, we're going to move Good on point. to uh, the second preliminary final because Fabian's given us the wind-up. No, I'm just keeping us on, on giving point. Giving us the wind-up. Um, Saturday, if Friday night was one on composure, Saturday was one on grit. Unbelievable effort from for the, the second they week. Saved, they saved the game with grit, but I reckon they got in front with a bit more class than that. I mean, it was wet weather footy. Timbo, they held on for grim death. At the for end, 15 they did. But minutes. They, got, they got seven goals in front. They didn't get did seven they, goals in front. They got with six grit. goals in front. Did Collingwood take the risk and start bombing forward, or did GWS they kind retreated? Of, they pushed players back, and it just shows you just can't turn the switch off because if you do, momentum in this game. And what Collingwood did. It's, it wasn't like they got the goals back. They got the goals back. Three goals in like six, six, six. It felt well, like six, six, six. It, it felt like Brody, it was three Grundy goals dominating. in three minutes. Yeah, Brody mm-hmm. Grundy. As soon as the ball would go back to the centre, you'd sit there and going, 
GWS is exposed because they need numbers back and they don't have them. They're mm. one-on-one inside 50 and the ball is going to get in there because Mumford is not going to beat Brody Grundy in the centre circle. What what Mumford did do, though, was he was a massive body and a massive presence. Particularly late. Balling it up around the ground. In the Very saving important. part, Mumford Correct. was huge. In the we need to play football to win the game part, he no, was no. a liability all day. Could, Although his balk... In the defensive goal square on Scott Pendlebury. In hindsight, that could have been the moment. I'm convinced it's a fumble. Like, he hasn't got full control of it. Hence, he, he pulls it back towards his body. I'm going to give you more credit than yeah, that. Yeah, I but think you have to, but I take Surely point. you don't sell candy in your own goal square like that. But what else <laughs> surely not. But what else was he meant to do? Thrown on his boot like everyone else would have. Mm. Imagine Pendlebury had a stripped him. Like, regardless of fumble or smother, whatever else, smothered if he'd it. smothered it and got it and gathered it and kicked the goal and they win the game, I mean, he is going to be one of Collingwood's greatest He's of all time. He's the second best anyway. Collingwood footballer of all time. Behind? Nathan Buckley. Gordon Coventry. Stop with the Gordon Coventry. Nuts. He did kick 1,199 goals, nuts. You know, Played in about 700 Top five. Top five. 12.99. Sorry. Top five. Anyway, um... I think that uh, fortunately for all of us, really, for the league, for everyone, the arc didn't come back to haunt us. Uh, that would have been nah. unforgivable. So the errors errors were cancelled out? No, they weren't. Yep. Well, they oh, weren't, the, the, they weren't yeah. cancelled the out. They the, were nullified. But wasn't, it, wasn't it horrendous? It I'm, wasn't cancelled out. It was I'm, nullified by the fact the Giants won. They had more. more no, no, more. I'm saying well, well, Collingwood were given a goal that they shouldn't have been. Correct. And given. it didn't and matter. Finlayson got a goal. That he should not have been allowed to have I think that that's different. back. Yeah, I think yeah. that's different. What I'm saying, but on on the balance of things, but they relaxed that interpretation this year. They said it. They that was basically a sh- that was a that was a shove and a half. I don't think he shoved him. I think he got him just off balance, pushed him at the right time, and Grundy made it look a little. I bit reckon worse Grundy put a bit of mayo on it. Yeah, he put a bit of mayo on it. I, I, I don't necessarily that. disagree. Bit of the QP mayo, the uh, Japanese type well, stuff with the wasabi. The Dangerfield I think, one. I really think that yeah, it's it's pretty close. I think if it's not a really close prelim, they probably pay that. You know, if it's fucking, you know, I'll give you one. If it's Harry Mackay in round sixteen, they probably go, "Oh, sorry, Harry, you shoved him out there." Yep. If it's, Le- if it's Levi, yeah, that's a shove. If it's Sandalance, he can be doing whatever the fuck he wants. He can be assaulting you. <laughs> <laughs> if, um, if if they'd have paid it, you'd have gone, "Yeah, fair enough." Yeah, but look, the arc, the the biggest thing for me is coming out of that is. It's not that they can crap on and they lie. They do lie about it. Best technology. It's not the best technology. That's a disgusting lie. Mm. It's ridiculous. I don't know why they keep saying anyone, that. People just have to watch the NFL for five no, minutes no, but to realise how anyone with far eyeballs, off the best technology. No, but anyone with eyeballs goes, you're just using the broadcast footage and the broadcast footage is not shot. Oh, they're telling us they've got other footage. They don't because they're not looking at it. Um, they're looking at the broadcast footage. But this idea, it needs to be, and this just goes back to the broadcast, it needs to be at least 60 frames a second and it needs to be at least 4K. The only question I've got coming out they of it, They can't miss it if it's 4K and 60 frames a second. They can't miss it. The person the who was cost in charge... The, the whoever cameras he, at every grand. They're going to have to upgrade them anyway. Yeah. Whoever he or she was, what did he or she need to see to say that's not a goal? Because Tim, I saw Tim, enough to be able to overturn Tim, it. Tim, mm. they didn't have the plums to make the call. That's exactly right. It's I reckon... Not, I'll, if you're going to empower the technology, somebody to make the call, it wasn't the technology, make the bloody call. I'm going to try and defend the indefensible here. Please, make an idiot. Now, the first time I'm looking at it... Now, we saw it long enough that I eventually picked it up. You're looking at the wrong hand. You're looking at the wrong hand. The, yeah. who had, the Keith had the taped up hand. Mate, there are five people in that box. But I reckon, both, I reckon both sets of hands touched it. Either way. But they, didn't, they didn't want to make the call. I reckon they've not made the call on the other hands and t- totally not even looking at Keith's. One of them had to be. Really dislocated his thumb. <laughs> but this is the problem. It's not the process. It's not the system. It's, it's the plums. It's the people. 
What's the plums? It's the people not wanting to be the bad guy, not wanting to make the big call. I can heaven help us if there's a margin call this week. But the best thing is it's the like, arc. seriously. They're not there at the ground. They're not going to get booed. They're like... But you know what they need to do? It's, Why on earth it's not a goal umpire or a field umpire doing it? Why is it not a non-officiating mm. umpire? At least they're dressed appropriately. They look. It do you remember the World Cup? Like, we're like they're in the full like refs yeah. outfit. It's like, mate, you're not running on the pitch. Yeah, exactly right. I think that should Surprised be the they weren't in shorts with the socks pulled up. Like, can I can horrible. I add something additional to this game? Sure. I thought there was Grind Myers style oh, a a player that really enhanced his reputation. Daniels. No. Daniels is good. It was good. It was a good goal. Williams. Oh, Williams, he did. Absolutely. That's not the point that I'm going to make, but that was one of the classic games. Is this of like midfield. guess who, Timbo? Does he have blonde hair? <laughs> can I, put a, can I give a nomination? Wait for me. <laughs> What's the finals? You'll know this answer. What's the finals MVP thing? Gary is. Gary is. Nick Haynes has a good grand final, and he's got a massive call for player of the final series. The like Gary Ayres medal. I like it. When is it they- a mullet? When do they? Yeah, I think it's just, it's like a P. You actually put it on your head. It's like a crown. <laughs> How good would that be? Um, who? Sam Taylor, number oh, fifteen. Did he get his teeth knocked out? <laughs> I don't know. I think he got his teeth. I think he got his front teeth knocked out it, when he first started playing, or in that game. I think in the game. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I didn't hear that. Because he's Maybe. singing the song and he's got no look like he had no teeth or something. Yeah. Maybe he's just already got no teeth. But obviously, Phil. He Davis- was. He almost. He almost. Became the villain. I oh, did absolutely, but he's. I, mean, I don't know how many games he's played, but it'd have to be single figures or mm. awfully close to. He certainly no um, Richard Hadley. Oh well, yeah, he was what second game? Yeah, fourth, I think. Fourth game, yeah. And Jack Graham was. Fifth. Yeah, he's hand. He's handful. He's a handful. But he, he looks like a really nice young oh. footballer, doesn't he? And I reckon the only reason he punched it because I, th- I reckon he thought, if this is touched, I'm stuffed. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So rather than run the risk, just in case it is, t- I reckon he just he gone punched it get twenty metres clear, and it was okay. But as you say, you mark it, and it's game, it's over. game over. I actually so. had uh, Mitch Robinson flashbacks <laughs> when there were repeat stoppage, through. repeat yeah. stoppage. I was thinking when there were stoppages pretty close yeah, I, to goal. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking, don't punch it through. Don't punch it through. <laughs> no one's as stupid as Mitch. Jeez, I said that on Did the. Did you day. say Mitch? At, I had I had Channel Seven coverage because I was in I was in the bedroom. That's the only for coverage. Brownlow. Yeah, when no, took the post goes players. The post. No, he was taking With a photo Eddie of Eddie and Liam Ryan. And Liam Ryan, they are fucking wasted. Yeah, they are. Oh, it was hilarious. Like, Eddie, and then Roaming Brian's doing the Roaming Brian. Like, Brian's doing his Roaming Brian. And Mitch, let's Mitch had the sense to uh, get out of there. Get out of there. But Eddie, <laughs> God, jeez, Eddie was pissed. Yeah, he was. But you're allowed to be. Where he's, are we? He's always pretty excitable. Uh, we'll move on to this week, of course. It's the big one. What big dance. Think? What do we think? What's Leslie said about the weather this year? Because it was a big talking point last year. Don't know. Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to rain. If it rains, it's better for GWS. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It's filthy playing. I don't necessarily disagree. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with that. But he's, I think filthy does. He says he will. I think. I think if you've got a tweaked calf and it's a bit sore, you can probably run through it. He's going to have to keep up with Tom Lynch. He won't be playing. Won't be playing, <laughs> on, Tom is Lynch, playing on Tom Lynch. Playing on Tom Lynch. You reckon he is? Yeah. Haynes is playing on Tom Lynch Mick. every day of the week. Or and twice his final Saturday. series up until this point was atrocious, but the filthy injury gave Himmelberg a chance to go back and actually get his hands on some footy because he, he was wasn't dog shit it. against Brisbane. Yeah, and the danger was- is Rewalt's been pretty down, so does Taylor go to him? It's a tricky one because Davis would. I think Haynes plays on Lynch regardless. I still think Haynes is a bit more third man up, and they want to release him and give him his. Yeah. 
Give him some give freedom, him roaming Phil ability. Davis, Phil Davis with a fit calf isn't a back-related calf. Can't go. To, can't go with Lynch. You reckon? Yeah, okay. But he goes with and he's, I don't he goes think, with Franklin though. No, but I, yeah, but with a fit calf. Yeah, true. I don't think that uh, I think that Haynes as well can a keep up with Lynch and he can wrestle with him as well. Yep, he's a bit bigger, a bit there's more. Some mobile. juicy. There's some juicy matchups. Quick, quick shout out. Our okay. mate Brent Gleeson. Yep, he's got four Norm Smith bets on that he put on before the season ended, and he's gone. What what's my stance? Who am I backing in? And he's gone right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna grab four GWS players, and he's got ten dollars on Harry Himmelberg to win the Norm Smith paying. Won't go near it. Won't go near Seven hundred and fifty one dollars. He may as well have just given thrown that ten dollars out he's the window. He's got ten dollars yep. on Nick Haynes. Uh, yeah. At odds of five hundred and one dollars. Yep. Potential. He's got ten dollars on Zach Williams uh, at three hundred and fifty one dollars. If he can kick a goal, he's going to be a chance. <laughs> yeah. And he's got. $20 on Tim Taranto at $151. Uh, on the flag. Maybe. Timbo. Oh, yeah. mm. it's good. It's, he's done extremely. Like, and the only problem is he can't cash bets out. I wonder so, why. Um, what, what would possess him to put money on Harry Himmelberg? Well, before the end of the season, he probably thought he was a guy that could bob up and kick five. But the he reality is. Well, Tom, I think it's Tom more, Boyd style. But Jeremy Finlayson's probably the footballer that's going to be the chance to bob up and kick five. Very true. I, I think he's a really hard matchup. And he mm. kicks so beautifully, too. You know, he gives them a chance. So. Yeah. I'm looking anyway, forward to the just, Grimes, yeah. to the Grimes v Cameron matchup. What do we make of Grimes' season cast against Rance missing the whole year? Unbelievable! He's been phenomenal. His what game against Port Adelaide was arguably the best three-vote game played of anyone this season. What does it say about Alex Rance? Does it say anything about Alex Rance? Oh, look, I, I think Grimes was a heavily underrated footballer. And it was players like Rance that were getting a little bit more of the kudos along the way. And the fact that Grimes has been able to step up and play a bigger and more physical role and do it with aplomb as well just says more about Dylan Grimes than it does about Alex I suppose Rance. the point on what I'm getting at is it's a system. Oh, totally. And they've totally. lost nominally, notionally, the best fullback of the century <laughs> yes. for the whole year. And they yeah. haven't missed him at all. They haven't. They haven't, which is just... So you sort of go, what does that say about... It's sensational for Richmond. Who's the, the kid with the shaved up? head and the mullet? He's the only warrior I have for Baker. Richmond. Yeah. Baker, yeah. But yeah. yeah he if I be. was... Toby Green has to play on him and make him accountable. absolutely accountable. No, they won't let him near Toby. Toby Green will assault him <laughs> physically, emotionally. There'll be no Tiger players left with eyes. Between uh, Toby Green and Shane Mumford, it shapes as... Shane Mumford's last... He'll make Shane Alistair Mumford Lynch look to, like... No, an he, angel. He doesn't need to. He doesn't. He'll to, kill someone. No, he doesn't need to throw punches and whatever. No, no, it'll be he, hard he tackles. Just, he he'll just he just what he did to Murph. What he did to Murph. Yeah. And what he, he did to Murph. And, and if I was Dustin to... Martin, I wouldn't start in the centre of the ground at remember the first round. Remember when he slam tackled Gary Ablett uh, when he was playing for the Gold Coast? And he th- or was it still? It might have actually even still been Geelong. Shane Mumford. He threw oh, him to the ground and really Dusty, hurt him. If Dusty starts the centre, that's what I'm saying. He'll kill him. No, you're saying Shane Mumford might be the first person. To compete with a midfielder for the centre bounce, he'll just turn and jump into Dusty. Every chance. Because and then look, I think he just needs to be clumsy, needs to be awkward, needs to lay on top of people, needs to hurt. If he does, you sit there and you go, he will hurt someone in this grand final. Do the Tigers need to play the two rucks against Mumford? I don't think they do. Possibly. I not. think Soldo misses out. But Soldo, Mumford's I don't know. I don't know that Mumford goes at Soldo. Soldo's a big, big man. He'll go at Soldo. You reckon he will? Have you seen Shane Mumford play football? Yeah, I have, yeah. He'll, Mitch Duncan has do, too. Do you think he's worried about Ivan Soldo? Not from a footballing perspective, I think but he's a big unit. I think that they don't need to be worried about what Mumford might do. 
from a ruck perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would you load up with a second ruck? I agree. But I you agree. can't There's really nothing carry. to fear there. And you take Nankervis over Soldo, totally. Yes. So Who, Soldo, who's, who's their second ruckman? If they need a second second ruckman to relieve, Sean Griggs retired. Well, exactly right. <laughs> who, who who is their second ruckman? Um, I reckon they I reckon they just put someone in the and not con, not contested. Nathan Broad. Potentially, they just put someone in, and that's what comes down to balance. You go, do they want to carry a Marley and Pickett as or a Sydney Stack as an extra runner, an extra live wire at the expense of height? And Pickett plays, I think. Apparently not. Apparently, Hardwick it could just be Ducks and Drakes, but Hardwick said he said he was like fifth in line or something. What? That yeah. could just be bullshit. I didn't think he was that. Oh. Would he be debuting in, in yes. a grand final? I watched. Yeah. I watched the VFL grand final. I didn't actually know if he was. I thought Stevie Morris was pretty good. Stevie okay. Morris, I can't have Stevie Morris, but yeah, yeah, I take your point. Oh, I don't watch it. I, I still see the rage that Stevie Morris had when Eddie Betts was paid that yeah. free kick mark or whatever it was in the third he quarter. Was lucky, it wasn't really. There. He wanted to punch the umpire, but he couldn't, so he just punched his head. <laughs> uh, do we want to go on to, before we move off the grand final, just the standard grand final sweepstakes? Yes. Uh, who's our Norm Smith medalist? Zach Williams. Mine is Dion Prestia. Meatball. The meatball. Toby Green. Oh, I like okay. it. This like sort it. of informs who you think is going to win. Uh, I, look, I, I would I'd want nothing more than for a Giants win. Yeah. I think it would be magnificent because, like I always say, if an interstate team wins the cup, they take it with them and I don't have to worry about it for six months. I think Richmond win it. I think they win it handily. I think they, I've got the Tigers by 38. Ooh. GWS by 18. Yeah, oh, look, I'm just going to be left of centre. I, I, I think... Richmond is the better side, but I just there's something about GWS. So I think they they just they, they give me a feeling. The Giants by five points. If they start well, they, well, they have to start well. They have to because they, they need to get the. They only sold eight of their seventeen thousand tickets. Eight tickets. Yeah, eight individual <laughs> tickets. Um, every member got one. Every member, every got, member got, got one. one. Well, they all um, went down to the rooms. They all went down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I loved it. But <laughs> they, they only sold out. They sold out just less than half of their allotment. Wow. So if the emotion gets away from them, it's like a train, and it keeps them the Tiger Army, all that crap. Yeah. Make me vomit. They'll um, have the neutrals though. They have all the neutrals. They'll have the neutrals, but there's plenty of tigers who would be part of that so-called neutral hospitality yeah. sort of brigade. They just can't let that get away from them. Uh, first goal. Brett Daniels. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron. Ooh, I thought you'd stolen mine. It'll be on 50, City End. I've got Finlayson. Yep. On 50, City I reckon Finlayson might kick a goal like Satanta style. It'll just be like madness. Like rather than just go back and have your set shot from five metres out. You'll play on. You'll play on. Nearly get it smothered yeah. to go through eight sets of hands. Yeah, it'll but. be like just ridiculous. But I, I, got, I think Finlayson. And, and like, like I can't remember which one of you said it, but Finlayson strikes me as the sort of guy who could be a tomboy like performance, yep. Yep. where he just he's played some great footy, but you just go, oh wow, here's the difference. Yeah, he's kicked five or It'll he's kicked Shane four. Allen esque. He's he's come up big in it. Fucking Mitch uh, Mitch Morton. Mitch Morton, Jesus, yeah. Mitch Morton, Jesus, came, that's a name. Big, he came up big in a grand final. He just went, wow, he did. Wowza. He did. So the 2012. Kick yeah. two. Kick two. Yeah, like two I got huge goals. Big goals. Hanbury was huge that day. He was, I still I love Ryan O'Keefe. How. How Hanbury didn't win the Norm Smith is beyond me. I won the. I won. I, I had um, O'Keefe. O'Keefe in my. Uh, in my he bet. had fifteen tackles. He tagged Sam Mitchell and he held him. So a huge task. Mm. But Hanbury was did everything everywhere. Right, let's move it's on because Timbo will start going down the yeah, bloods track. Get misty eyed over the, the bloods. Swatters. <laughs> yeah. Goodsy goes off. Oh, the knee's not right. Comes yeah. back on. 
And what Bounces about, one through. What about the goal from Nick Melcheski? I will say this without harping on the 2012 grand final too much. The goal, because the Swans were up by a bit. The goal Kennedy. that no, what's his name? Midf- the, um, the winger, Isaac, Isaac Smith, Smith. Yeah. hits nails to put Hawthorne back in front. It's one of the best goals. The best in goals and the raw is just amazing. Before we move off amazing. AFL. Rumours swirling that as soon as Monday, the Gold Coast Suns will be given a priority pick. I've got no problem with this at all. It's going to the Adelaide Crows. I've got no right problem with this at all. Adelaide Crows will have picks two and three. They won't they give won't. them two. Sorry. Who's who's picking? Who's second last? The Saints? No. Who do we overtake? Melbourne. Melbourne, Melbourne. yes. Melbourne. So Adelaide will have pick two and four. Um, Brad no. Crouch isn't worth pick two. No, I don't think they'll get something two. back, but they'll want a first round pick. They may. They may, if, but if it's they're, not a if they're prepared trade. to pay Brad Crouch a million dollars a year, if I was the AFL, I would almost unofficially, I'd say to them, you're not trading that for Brad Crouch for a million dollars. Well, theoretically, the, the AFL have to sign off on every single trade. Well, if they're going to turn around and say, we're going to give pick two for Brad Crouch, okay, who's played 20 games in a season twice in something like has seven to come. Years. Something it's has to come money. back. It's, for me, it's the money. It's the money. You sit there and go, Yeah, no, but no, it's no, a good no, midfielder no. who wants to go there. Totally. Agree. So, why does he want to go there? Yeah, mate, every, everyone wants to go no, everywhere no, no. for the no, for the cash. He no. wants to go there because the rumour is it's a million bucks a year. Yeah. And if I'm the AFL, I'm saying that's potentially jamming you up down the line, and that'll be the reason you can't keep. By the time they're ready to pay other people, he won't King. be off. He won't still be on a million. No, he'll earn yeah. two million in his first year. I don't like it. Anyway, what I'm trying to say about it is sliding doors, and we've spoken about it. We would have loved to have gotten it last year, and I think we would have been deserving, so to speak, of one last year. And what it does is it fixes the problem. So we spoke about it several weeks ago. Think about it this way. If last year we get one and three and the Gold Coast get two and four, we're not trading. We're not having to trade for Papley this year because we've taken Rankin. Yeah, you have. So we've actually fixed the problem of this year, and we're allowing the draft for us to return back to normal. I still reckon if we got pick three, we would have traded that out and got... Two more picks. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I reckon we would have taken... I reckon, take I reckon we would have taken Rankin or Rosie. Yeah. And that's the thing. What you're doing is you're fixing... You sit there and Kane you go... Cane would have been devastated. But you sit there and you go, <laughs> after one of these cycles, after one of these cycles, having done all the hard yards, after one of these cycles, Carlton will return back to normal in the draft next year. Yep. So you give this to Gold Coast after they already got the pick for Lynch and May last year, and then they'll get a priority pick this year. And you go, well, all of a sudden... They're actually building a pretty good core. They got five key draft picks, so they've just got in to hang two on to years. Them. And you go, like, that's, like that's a great result. Yeah. That is hopefully the core of them getting better. Fingers crossed, people see it for what it is. The system is there to help you when you need it. Yep. And now's the right time. And if they get the two kids that have gone to school together and all that sort of stuff, that's that's the um, the the politics behind it is you can get two kids who are best mates gone to school together, and you're more chance of keeping both than one leaving his mate. Having, and, unfortunately, and so for, therefore yeah. that gives them the stability and the class that they want moving forward. I just hope that this doesn't ruin the system for everyone else in the sense that I think the Gold Coast are always going to find it hard to hold on to them no matter what. And yet so still I find that odd because I get if you're having to live in Blacktown and spend all your time in Western Sydney that that would be a drain. But if you're a 20-year-old kid living on the Gold Coast earning good coin, how can that be bad? Are you sick of it by the time you're 21? Maybe. Is that why you sit there and go, fuck this? 
Son, Jesus. I'm going to go down to Cavill Ave every fucking day. <laughs> Getting pretty tired of that. Yeah. But yeah, look, hopefully, like I said, this doesn't sour everyone on it and they approach it with an open mind and see these picks for what they are. They're designed to help bad teams get better. Correct. Did um, you see Patrick Dangerfield dressed as Kane Corns today at Geelong's Wacky Wednesday? Loved Kane's response. Loved it as well. I just think that the Cats need to. I'm a bit, I'm a bit prickly, but I sit there and go... You finished top of the table and got bundled out pretty gloriously for about the fifth fucking year in a row, and yeah. cancel Mad Monday. Yeah, like, is it a is it a good look? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it is personally. It, well, when you'd won three or five premierships, you can kind of do as you please. Ten but years ago, when you're a little bit removed from that, then all of a sudden you start asking the question of how relevant. And I'm not a stickler. Say stop them having their fun, but yep. you're just like it's very it's highly celebrated. I'll, I'll give I'll give you this. Inside the industry, uh, several people from other teams notice it. Yep. Yep. And they might use it. So maybe the cat should have a think about that. Um, we're going to move on to soccer now. Fabian, your eye Football. was... Football. Yeah. Football. Your eye was taken this weekend by the glamour, the glitz, and all of it. Oh. Down at the FIFA Awards. The, the FIFA Awards. The best. The best. Which, um, it, it, it's FIFA... And it, I said this to you off pod, for the... Biggest sporting organisation in the world, and people will say the NFL and everything, but FIFA is the umbrella that encompasses football, the world's biggest sport. So for the world's biggest sporting body, they are an absolute embarrassment how they go about things. They just make things up on the run. Effectively, yeah. So they've gone ahead and they've named a FIFA FIFA Pro. Do we want to just quickly, before you get into World that, 11? Do we want to just cover off on just a little bit of housekeeping of mm. how the best came to be? What do you mean, how the best came to be? So, for many, many years, there was the FIFA World Player of the Year. Okay, we, we researched this pre, yeah. pre-pod. So, there was the FIFA World Player of the Year, and that ran alongside the far more prestigious and far longer-running yep. Ballon, Ballon d'Or, which was by France Football. Correct. Best-looking trophy, I think, it's a great trophy. in world sport. It used to be. I think it used to be better when it was smaller. You could actually hold it. It was about that. It was like a bocce ball sort of oh. size. It was a bit I still smaller. remember Budge holding it a pretty. They like, got bigger. Oh, but it's just a gold ball because the Ballon d'Or. But, Sitting like on on a, like a gold nugget. Yeah, it's like like ice, like crystals. Mm. Yeah, but um, beautiful. So you had the France Football Award, their European Football of the Year, which was initially it was only European players, and then it was players who played in Europe. I think George Weah won yep. the first, he was the first non-European to win the it. The Liberian Express. Yes, he was the first uh, non-European to win it ever Mega since. Star. You know, everyone, Ronaldo's won it, Ronaldinho's won it, et cetera. Um, Marco Van Basten's won it a couple of times? Yeah, I mean like non-Europeans. Oh, sorry. And uh, obviously Messi's got a mortgage on it with Ronaldo and blah, blah, blah. Yep. But then, quite sensibly, what was it about 10 years ago? It was. I've just 20, shut down all those tabs. 2010, I think yeah. it was. The FIFA World Player of the Year and the Ballon d'Or merged... Because they were always competing, and it was usually the same guy would win it. And it was like they merged them to become the FIFA Ballon d'Or. And it was like, yeah, cool. You sort of because FIFA had the ceremony was France football just basically awarded. Yeah, so they kind of took the best bits of each of the processes, kept the Ballon d'Or name, the trophy, and the prestige. You know, went with it, and you went, oh, that's good. And then a couple of years ago, FIFA decided, no, 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 we'll do it our own again. So then they created the best, which is just a fucking joke. It's called the best FIFA, the best. Men's footballer of the year. Or we something. did not win best. Like it's cup. just it's everything about it, grammatically incorrect. Everything about it, it's just horrible. It's like an Apple advert. So anyway, so the FIFA FIFA Pro Awards were held earlier this week. They named the World Eleven, 
This is the best 11 it's of the, the year. the best 11 of the year. So I'm going to quickly run through Hence them. the team name, the best. Goalkeeper is Alison, well, Alison Becker from Liverpool. <laughs> the four defenders, so it's a 4-3-3. Virgil van Dijk, Sergio Ramos, <laughs> Marcelo. Jesus. And Matthias De Litt. Okay. A midfield three of Frenkie de Jong, <laughs> Luka Modric, and Eden Hazard. And a front three of Leo Messi, of course. Cristiano Ronaldo, of course. and Kylian Mbappe. Of course. Okay. It's embarrassing. It's awful. It's, it's like it's a team selected by kids playing FIFA That's on, what it is. on the That's PlayStation. Because in FIFA, when the new FIFA comes out, there'll be the FIFA Pro 11 yeah. like team. And those stupid little cards, which I don't know what they mean. With Ultimate all this. team? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I've gone ahead. I just want I, to play exhibitions, Fab. I have said, this is Fab's World Eleven for 2019. Bring it. Do we want to just do we want to go through the proper World Eleven just briefly? Mm. How on earth, Marcelo? Well, well, I'll get there as we go through each yeah. position. So I've agreed with Allison. Allison's the best goalkeeper in the world at the moment. Agreed. All right. You can only judge him on the season. All right. So Allison. Best goalkeeper in the world. Now at right back they've got. <laughs> well, this is this is where it gets interesting. They've gone with. They've gone with Van Dyke, Ramos, De Litt, who are all central defenders. I was say he's central. And then a right back. So no, they've got no one playing left back at all. So I have dropped. Matthias De Litt, who I think is a very good, competent, good young. young. Yep. He right? wasn't in the best eleven players. Well, put it like this that. way: he's he's starting for Juve now, given the injury to Chiellini and he's not doing too well he's going to find his feet and he's going to be one of the best I reckon one of the best ever but just not now Whoa, not now jeez that's yeah. a big call but no look he had a great campaign with Ajax yeah. but having said that we said this Ajax not exactly playing against top class opposition every no. week but Ajax did but, make the final of the Champions League no they conceded semi. three goals in 15 minutes Tim to lose to Tottenham yeah fair call right. they, they, they were outspursed by Spurs <laughs> they outspursed Spurs um so at left back, I've got Andy Robertson from Liverpool. Yes. So that's my... He bombs forward. Trent Alexander's kind of doing the same on the right, but I just don't think he's there yet as he's Andy close. has. So he's very close. So Andy Robertson at left back. At right back, I'm taking out Marcelo. <laughs> oh, please. You should have taken him about five years ago. Right. He has been the incumbent in that dog-turd sandwich now, of a team for now, five years. This is the problem. This guy plays in the same team as Marcelo, who is listed as a right back but never plays at right back. I'm going with Danny Carvajal is the best right back. He's better the, than Marcelo. He's much better than Marcelo. So I have fucking Raphael there. I don't even know where he's playing. Centre backs, I've gone with Virgil van Dijk, yeah, who was rated at number one yeah. in this Picks team. Himself, that's Picks fine. himself at the moment. Yeah. And I've gone with uh, I can't remember Koulibaly. Koulibaly from Napoli, who was in the uh, list of possibles. Possibles at 13, but I've, to me, he is the best. Ra- Ramos shouldn't be there on form. Like Ramos shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be in the in the extended Real squad. Real Madrid had such a turbulent he shouldn't be season. In the 20. They've had three managers. Yep. Yeah. He, no, he shouldn't be in the best twenty defenders no. who will listen. So I've gone with um, Koulibaly, who was rated thirteenth, but to me he's the best big-bodied defender. Sergio Ramos, dead set. If he played for Manchester United, he'd almost be our best centre forward. <laughs> he'd play there. Yeah. Going to our midfield three. So. Luka Modric, I think it's a consensus. Yeah. Coming off his yeah. World Cup year, um, well, what's the he was the uh, reigning yes uh, Ballon d'Or winner or the best? Yep. <laughs> and they've gone with Hazard, who I think had a really good season, even though Chelsea struggled a bit. I think he was clearly their best player. Liked the work he did, so I've I've kept Modric and would, I've kept. Would Hazard be in the team if he didn't move to Madrid? 
I, I'd still have him. Would he be in that team? I don't think he'd oh, be no, in Oh, no, no, no. He's in there because he's a, he's a Galactico now. Yeah. So. Yeah. But so he's still in it for me. So Modric, Hazard, stay. Frankie de Jong. Scotty McTominay in there? No, unfortunately. I, I looked at the uh Scotty McTominay in the shortlist? Not in the shortlist, Damn unfortunately. It. So uh, Injustice. Uh, neither is uh, Nemanja Matic, surprisingly. <laughs> That's oversight. That's like, it's like, it's like Scorsese being overlooked for Raging Bull. The guy I have got in... My central midfield three is not even in the shortlist either. Oh, no. But I'm going with David Silva. Yeah, he's brilliant. He player. is so overlooked. Even Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, Kevin had a, he a had few injury, injuries. Injuries. So, injuries you're right. Yeah. Kevin De Bruyne is... Was he on the shortlist? Kevin De Bruyne is on the shortlist. Bernardo Silva's on the shortlist. And both deserve to be. Man City have had, had a trick last week. I would probably have Silva ahead of De Bruyne on the right. shortlist. So, yeah. So, um, and Kante had... And he's, he's rated at four. I don't think he had that good of no, a year. No. So, consider and Sergio Busquets, the fact that he keeps making these lists... is a joke. Just retire. People haven't watched football in 10 years. No. Yeah. They still think he plays alongside Xavi and Iniesta. <laughs> is that right? So, I bang. will say, when I saw Busquets play, he, he was very good. But that was six years ago. He was a phenomenal footballer. George Best was pretty good too. six years ago. He's in a coffin at the moment. But you sit there and you go like, dictates the play, controls the tempo, lets the other guys do the work. But you're not picking a team. You're not putting Busquets in a team like this. No, no. So I'm I'm putting David Silva. I like it. It's time for him to get some recognition. I think it was David Silva's best contribution. Remember when he shaved his head and I was a bit worried. I think I thought he was saying goodbye to the hair. But it's come in beautifully. Again. It's like he's cut it back to thicken it yeah. up. Yeah. Mm. Initially, I thought, oh, I must be saying goodbye. But no, no, no. It's I thought return. his child was sick. Maybe you cut it for that. Oh, no? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I just thought like he just had a haircut. So that's my midfield three. Modric, Hazard, and David Silva. Now, the front three. Leo, Cristiano, and Kylian Mbappe. Two of the three are there. You, these sides, Ronaldo and Messi pick themselves. It'll be a story when one of them eventually has to be left yeah. out. Well, Ronaldo still just fits on the left. Messi centrally, you know, dropping back, playing the 10. Kylian Mbappe. But Kylian Mbappe is the most overrated football. He's he good. is going to be a very good player. And he good. is a good player, but he's overrated. Like, he's good. He's not as good as everyone makes him he out genuinely, to be. like the joke is running, like, he genuinely looks like a Ninja Turtle. 100%. He does a little bit. It's, it's like it's uncanny. You see the joke where, I think it was Thiago Silva bought him a Ninja Turtle's mask. <laughs> and he had it in, like, a beautiful, like, Prada box or something. And I thought that was quite. You see him, you're Thiago like. Tiago Silva looks wow. like a ladyboy. <laughs> so, um, no, but my. So I've got Ronaldo, Ronaldo on the right, Messi playing the 10 just behind them. But, sorry, on the left, I've got. Or interchanging him and Ronaldo, I've got Mo Salah. I was going to say. Yeah, Salah has to be in the team. Yeah. So it was embarrassing that he wasn't even in the ordering that they've put this. Um, Sadio Mane was at four and Salah was at five. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't Mane sit well. With me. a lot of goals last year. No, no, Mane, and deservedly on the short list. But so, my team from the back Allison, Danny Carvajal, Virgil van Dyke, Cooley Bali, Andy Robinson, midfield of Modric, Hazard, and David Silva, and up front, Mo Salah, Leo Messi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. I still think you've. Sh- Scotty McTominay. Scotty McTominay just, just missed out. He's number four at central defence midfield. <laughs> Couldn't find a spot for is Scott, David is, Lewis. Is Scott McTominay <laughs> the, the new... Darren Gibson? John O'Shea. Oh, no, no, no. Did he play definitely. every position? Definitely. He can't play fullback, but he'll play centre defence. Mm. He'll play midfield. Now, John O'Shea has literally played Timbo. Literally. Played and achieved something or has a highlight of him Made playing. Save. So he's gone in goal. 
made a save. Yeah. He's played centre back for most of his life. Left back. He's pushed into the middle, played that. Centre defensive mid. And pushed up and uh, kicked one of the greatest goals the greatest. in United's history when he chipped, um, would have been Lehman at the time. Or was it? No, nah, it was Almunia. He chipped Almunia at Highbury from outside the Four box. 4 2. So. Um, and then even he was, no one was more surprised than him. One of the greats, one of the greats in United's history. John O'Shea. Do you want to get the door? Uh, Sean, just tell the bloke to wear right. I don't know if I can. Oh, no, I can because you're your <laughs> Sorry. Headphones, your she got three-metre long uh, headphone. Hey, uh, just give us how long do you want, Fab? No, we're right. We're so right. That's right. We're right. We're right. Time in. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it happens every record. Guy comes in to empty the bins in the... Uh, I'm here to clean the pool. <laughs> but we don't even have a pool. That's what she's saying. She goes, no, I've come to clean the pool. And then she cottons on and goes, Oh, <laughs> what was that an ad for? It, oh, I don't remember what it was an ad for. I can't remember either. We're going to move on now from the best and the fucking ridiculous disgrace that was. It's just one big circle. Jerry. Oh, just sorry, just quickly go about to Sergio Ramos. He's not even the best central defender at Real Madrid. No, Varane. Rafa Varane is clearly better than him. Yeah, he gets in. He's, he means coast and by for the last five years yeah. on those Champions League goals. Um, so, do we move on to Fabs Five? Well, I wanted to talk to you very briefly about Manchester United. I'm over talking. Oh, I'm Is over there much to be said. There's a lot that needs to be said. I want, and I put this on Twitter, and I think you you actually gave me a like, Fab, which was very nice of you. Um, you get bulk likes from Fabian. Usually, do a whole lot of tweeting, and then either at the end of the night or the next morning, he does like a bulk. You get two or three. But we need Manchester United. Roy Keane's probably not a prominent enough voice because he's sort of the crotchety, cranky old man. He's mm. brilliant, but we need Neville Ferdinand. Skulls to eviscerate Ed Woodward. Yeah. They need to go on Monday Night Football on Sky Sports and eviscerate him and sit there and go, don't point the finger at anyone else because you've been at the helm for all of it. The one mm-hmm. constant since Fergie's gone is him. Mm-hmm. And what he has done and how he has run the club. And we is- have gone on field, we have gone from competitive to almost non competitive. To laughable. And like I've said, I, I, I always like to give the balanced view. Ed Woodward has commercially taken us the opposite direction. But this is from this, good to extraordinary. But this is irrelevant because in ten years' time, all of this good financial work now is irrelevant. Because when the uh, the Adidas kit deal comes up, we're not getting a record re-signing. When the Chevrolet shirt sponsorship comes up, they're not getting a record re-signing. We're going to get a we're going to get Covo. But I mean, no, but you sit there, you go. All of those, the flow on is. You don't. You go from top of the pops. You become less of a priority for all of them. And, and you've said what he's been able to do and what he's it's been phenomenal. able to cash in on reputation and all that sort of stuff is stellar. But now he's screwing the team up that he can't attract the same thing. So what he, he just what doesn't is know his what he's doing is now his weakness, and he's no good at what he's doing, and he's not going to make you better. And I put it to Fab um, last week. I I'm beginning to become more and more of the opinion. And the club will lean on this youth thing and this promise of youth and this we're investing in youth and we're backing our youth. Which should have been done regardless. Ole, I think Ole wants to. I think Ole wants to play, if they're fit, some of them aren't fit, I think Ole wants to play Greenwood. He wants to play Chong. He wants to play Gomes. He wants to play, plays Daniel James a bit, but he wants to play these kids. Chongy will be the best out of all of them. But he sits there and goes, I'm under pressure. We've got to finish top four because the Adidas bonus isn't there if we don't finish top four. Mm. Some other race is not there if we don't finish top four. I don't get to play the style of football I want and buy the players I want if we don't finish top four. And the best chance of us doing that is Nemanja Matic, is Juan Mata, is you know Ashley Young. It's especially when we're when there's no Martial and there's no Pogba. Spot on. 
he's not going to go so thin as to play Chong and Greenwood. And Although think- Greenwood is is. Well, he's out as well. He's, he's got ton- injured, tonsillitis yeah. or something. But I think he wants to. I think he sits there and sits there and thinks, if I could, I would. I would absolutely play him. You seen the, how uh, could we be any worse? Seriously, how could United's performance with all those kids be any worse than it was on Saturday night, Sunday night? It can't be. Can't be. Can't be. That's two years in a row we've gone to the been embarrassed. Olympic Stadium or whatever it's called, London Stadium. and beat. We were was- bossed by Mark fucking Noble. If I was Ole, I would go to Woodward and I'd say... I'd say to him, I'd go, you watched the game, you were sitting there. We just got bossed around the fucking park by Mark Noble. Did you see the footage? Of him and Jones? Of Phil Jones saying sacked. I'll send it to you. Sacked in the morning? I think Jonesy, I think what Jones is saying is like they'll start chanting it. I think he don't think Jones is saying no. having a go at Ole. Yeah. I think he's saying they'll start chanting sacked I reckon in the he morning. said sacked in the morning because West Ham fans were singing it. And I think he's mentioned it, and Ed Woodward's turned around to him, but I don't know if you've seen it. He's basically said, shut the fuck up, we're on camera. He's gone, we're on camera, stop. Yeah, I saw it. But you sit there and I go... I didn't understand the context, but I saw yeah, it. Yeah, like, so I don't know the full, but I, I would have assumed that someone might have asked, what are they saying, or... If I was Ed, I would have turned around and said, filthy, they're, they're chanting about you, mate. But the problem we got is the club is just rudderless. It's leaderless. There's no pizzazz. We're not, yeah, we, just, we don't have the... We're not very good. No, but, you, but that, that's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. Yeah, there that, should be a base level that we, we, we should be able that a to. Club, and I keep using the word of our supposed resources. And scale. I keep using yep. the, our supposed resources. You're starting resources. to question whether these resources actually exist. Yes, because why aren't they spending them? I reckon they want to spend them, Sean, but no, no one can get the deals done. No one can get it done. But do you, I, because we don't know. Ed Woodward doesn't have a list in his pocket that he goes, I want Tim Davis. I disagree with that. And all of a sudden, it's hard to get Tim Good Davis. Position. So when we he doesn't have pay, the alternatives to tell Tim Davis management to say, sorry, mate, well, piss off. So if we're, prepared to, pay, if we're prepared to pay Alexis Sanchez £400,000 a week, yep. and we don't, we're obviously paying a whack of it now, that's an existing example, we're not prepared to pay someone... We don't struggle with play negotiation. We struggle with club-to-club negotiation. We can't get players out of a contract. We can't get players out of... We might have to adopt the Ulver model. Paying free transfers? Just tell people, stop signing contracts. We're, you're coming to us for free and we'll pay you. We'll give you $15 million to sign. Goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's how they got to Lit and Ramsey. Ronaldo. Ronaldo's different, so Ramsey. Has Ramsey even played? He's played a couple of games. But anyway, it's, it's just... It's it's a dire situation yeah. at United just at the moment, and something needs to give. You know, we need the best news Manchester United can hear at this point in time is that Woodward's steps aside from the football side of things. Mm-hmm. They keep on pissing in our pockets and telling us they're employing employing a uh, director of football. Um, funnily enough, we hear that after every botched transfer window, they need to get someone in, and they need to do it now um, because the, the uh, director of football. Or someone who would be in charge of the transfer dealings would be dealing now. Yes. Yeah. So when the window opens, you, your business is done. And bang, we had the perfect. Bang, I said bang. it. I said it last week, two weeks ago. We had the perfect candidate. It was Edwin Van der Sar. Every time you mention Edwin, you've heard the, the Roy Keane. The Roy Keane. That was You've hilarious. been here for five minutes. You've, you've done, done more interviews. interviews. <laughs> <laughs> you've done more interviews in five minutes than I've done in twelve and a half years, Edwin. Roy Keane. I said it last week, two weeks ago. Go and if you like podcasts, if you like football, listen to Roy Keane, particularly in Gary Neville's as well. They did Off the Ball, uh, a Cadbury Presents Off the Ball special in Ireland. Goes for two hours. Yeah. It's in two parts. Um, it's 
some of the Roy Keane stuff is box office. Yeah, yeah. It's just brilliant. He doesn't hold back. Never oh, he's has. He's brilliant. He's so good. Yeah. Going to move on to Fabs 5. So, Fabs 5, just a bit of an update. Um, we, from last, from um, the results from last week, so the leaderboard as it sits after game week six is Tim on 20, Sean on 14, Fab on 13. So, um, Timbo fell ass backwards into a couple of bullseyes. Well, I'll put it this way. Timbo went to Bali, Thailand. Thailand. Didn't tip and is somehow still leading by six. Because he fell ass backwards into so, three bullseyes. Yeah. So, yeah, on match, on match week four, Timbo got three out of the four games, three out of the five games, 100% correct. Yeah. Result and both scores. Yeah. So. So just, I, look, I love how he's like, yeah, what did of you Of course expect? I did. Well, you haven't fucking done it since. Okay, so Fabs 5 for this week is, starting off, Sheffield United, who are surprisingly going okay. Competent. Versus Liverpool. Oh, at uh, Bramall Lane? At Bramall Lane, yes. I think Liverpool win this one 3-1. Timbo. 0-2. I think that, uh, full credit, like Chelsea, they're just... They were positive, and I like that they're being positive and they're playing some kids, but they're just, they're just punching above their weight a little bit. Yep, I'm going to go with a 3-1 or a 1-3 scoreline to Liverpool as well. Okay. Second fixture is Spurs, who are travelling as bad as we are. They're just not getting any press because we're awful. Was, and they got knocked out of the Milk Cup <laughs> by this Colchester. By Colchester Mate, this we're playing Rochdale We're playing tomorrow. Rochdale tomorrow. We'll, we'll, get. <laughs> we'll go out on penalties. Someone will miss, like Juan Matters on £200,000 a week will miss a penalty. If we lose that way, I don't mind. Remember what, three, four years ago? MK Dons. When Milton Keynes, when they had Dali Alley still playing for them. 4 0. Beat us 4 0. Wow. We didn't play a very good team, but they beat us. Still. We're a bloke in my fantasy league. Milton Keynes Dons, mate. We're, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Exist. They're good. Um, a bloke had, it was either a nine leg or an 11 leg multi that fell over only on Tottenham at $1.22. <laughs> Neither to say he was filthy. So, um, so Spurs versus. Top Spurs versus. Southampton. I'll, I'll call them that all year. They're not calling it whatever White Hart Lane, Lane yeah. whatever it's called, Spurs Stadium or whatever. Um, who, are they, who are they playing? Sorry, Southampton. Southampton. Southampton's best football played Southampton. against us. Southampton. They've been awful against everyone but us. Um, I think that Spurs win this one two 0 I got two 0 as well. Fuck you, Tim. I've got three 0 Spurs. They'll Kane. It'll be Sunny. Oh, Son Hill Mins is is. In some form, so yeah, 3, well. three nil for me. We move on to Chelsea versus Brighton at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea and Brighton at Stamford Bridge. Um, I'm going to go Chelsea 2-1. Timbo? I'll go 2 nil again, but I don't have a lot of faith in Chelsea. I'm going for a 3-1. I don't think they'll keep a clean sheet, but Tammy Abraham playing well. is playing very well. Uh, Mason Mount is Doing proving well. to be a competent footballer. So. Did he hit his ankle? He played last week, so they're just like I said. They're just. They're, I feel like that positivity is going to bite them more often than it rewards them. They're a little bit naive, a little bit inexperienced, and yep. they're just they're going to drop points here and there when they shouldn't. Maybe this is one of them. Everton fourth game of the five is Everton versus Manchester City at Goodison Park. Manchester City. We said that they'd bounce back, and we, we Watford were in strife when they scored inside a minute. They were they're more, doing that every week. They were, even, they were in even more strife when they were 5-0 down inside <laughs> 18 15 minutes. 15 or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> look, I thought that they would win handsomely on the weekend, but what they did was absolutely merciless. Um, Everton at home will be a harder nut for them to crack, but I think they will crack it, and I think they will win this one 3-1. Yeah, 
I've got exactly the same score. Fucking one, hell, three. Tim. Well, I've already written it down. I'm not changing because Jesus. of you. So 3-1 City. I want to go 3-0 City because I want those three points. Okay, so 3-0 City. I've gone with a 5-2 City. You, okay. They're going to score twice, Everton. They're going to score twice. So well, City have been hit with some injuries down back. They so. have. You know what I love about City? We, we literally just touched on it. They kill you early. Liverpool do it as well, but City just kill you Being early. a Goodison, Everton cannot concede within the first five to ten minutes. Well, City wear those. I quite like City's away kit, which is the black with the to the Hacienda. Nightclub in... Uh, yeah. Yep, I like it. New and Waters nightclub. The final game of the five was the match of the round. Oh, yeah. Give it to me. Arsenal versus Man United, or Man United versus Arsenal at Old Trafford. This, this could be the worst game these two teams have ever played. I reckon they could absolutely thump the living shit out of us. But they can't defend. No. If, if I see us take a short fucking goal kick, excuse my French, sorry, I'm getting a bit emotional. If we, if we try to play out from the back and do all this fair, kick it long and put it on top of David Luiz's head. I reckon Pogba should be fit. They, they reckon he might get minutes tomorrow morning against Rochdale. I wouldn't worry. Um, Pogba should be fit. Just put him in through a match session at fucking training. Um, and Martial might be fit, which is a big in. Because Rashford's out. And Greenwood's out. Yeah, But Aubameyang is in stupendous form, scoring is. scoring left, right and centre. Guendouzi's actually having a good year. If you watch them play. Good the other day. I yeah. think this could be a similar one to when we played them. Was it in, under Van Gaal? And we were both sort of really like Keystone Cops. And then ended up being like two all, and neither team. It could it could be like that. I'll go. I'm going to go one all. Timbo, Arsenal two one. I'm going for United three, Arsenal two. Mm. And I don't know where we're kicking three goals I'm from. I'm not sure where you're plucking three from. But D- David Luiz, <laughs> <laughs> own goal, an own goal hat trick. So they, that's Fab's five. Beautiful stuff. Touch base on that. Hopefully, I'll make up some ground on Timbo. Well, I'm behind you, so... Kissed on the cock in this one, Timbo. Three out of five. It's my what a joke. Yeah, I knew you'd like it. Uh, we're going to move now on to NFL. Do you boys want to take us through that? Well, yeah, interesting week. So, round three, I think it's starting to normalise things. Agreed. I think, you know, teams within the first two weeks either had an off week in week one or week two. This is starting to kind of normalise where everything is and who the good teams are. Are who aren't, but can I ask a question before you get started? You might very well touch on the Cleveland Browns. I am, and your boy Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Chubby. Nick Chubb looked like he ran the ball very well. Can I ask a question? Why don't the Browns throw the ball more often? Well, because you're always a run first offense, and then you revert to the if you don't run enough. Classic, classic football. If you don't run enough, so why would they have brought in all those weapons that they brought in and then not use them? Well, you only need to throw one pass to get an 80-yard touchdown. But I don't think they're... I, my point is, I don't think they're throwing the ball enough to well, use them. But they may be... the offensive coordinator to work out his balance. He and needs, to, he needs to get a balance so that defences do don't set up for the pass, do you reckon OBJ, which they are. Do you reckon OBJ looks happy? Not at, at the, the moment. moment. He's probably sitting there going... I'm running a lot of fucking decoy routes here. But every diva wide receiver is going to say, why aren't you throwing every single ball to me? My question if I was OBJ wouldn't necessarily be, why aren't you throwing the ball to me? It's, why aren't you throwing the ball at all? They've got two issues the way I see it. Well, three. One's the balance. Balance of play. You need to run the football enough so that defense is respected enough and clear some room in the backfield for your receivers to receiving weapons to actually run and make plays. 
So that's you're probably not throwing it enough because it's teams are set up for it. Why so if your run game starts to people like Amari Cooper is dominating yeah. because Ezekiel Elliott says, well, if you're going to load up and try and guard everyone down down right long, I'm just going to run right through everybody. Yeah. Why does does Baker Mayfield must be the only quarterback in the history of the competition to panic the more time you give him? Baker Mayfield doesn't stay in the pocket long enough to allow plays to develop. This was pretty prevalent towards the end. Well, they had, I think, a first and goal to try and win the game and threw the ball four times. So what you're saying, that they run too much and don't throw it, they've gone the opposite way. But, they've thrown, but every time... How much time, time did he have left? A minute and a bit. Oh, they had enough time because they were running the clock down. They didn't call timeouts when they had them. But there was plays just before that play where... He'd he'd leave a, a perfect like they, they don't have a great O line, so that, that stinks. So that's probably why they also don't throw the ball enough because he just doesn't have enough time. But there's times where the actual the pocket gets developed and he runs out of it. Yeah, it's his it's his natural instinct get the ball and run to his right, and everything is just biased. Have you ever seen footage like local Melbourneian idiots playing? NFL? <laughs> yeah, I've gone and watched a few games. It's like yeah. the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. It's basically they snap the ball and the quarterback just runs at a right angle to, yeah. the, to the touchline. <laughs> and he's sitting there going, what are you doing? That's like watching Baker Mayfield. So no, no, Baker. So I've got it here. Baker Mayfield is... Now, mind you, he had Aaron Donald running at him all night. So it does put the fear of God into you. But Freddie Kitchens is Brendan Bolton of the NFL. He has got a team full of talent. I wouldn't say they're the best team. The team full of talent. He just doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. He doesn't know what he's doing. That's not good. So, what about uh, Timbo's 49ers? Timbo's 49ers are 3 0. They gave up five turnovers that ultimately resulted in the opposition scoring only six points, which is a testament to how good the 49ers' defense has been. We got two turnovers ourselves. Um, and they resulted in 14 points. Yep. And, and ultimately, we won by four. So that mm. really was the game. Yep. But we had um, a, third, a third more um, snaps than what the opposition had. So we're getting the ball, we're using it, um, but our defence kept us in us on the weekend. If we were playing a better side, you give up those turnovers, you lose the game. So they found a way to get it done, which is what they've battled to do in the last few it years. It sort of sounds like you're, you're relatively pragmatic about where they are. You sit there and go, yeah, they're, they're probably... 3-0 and is par. They've beaten nobody. If yeah. they'd beaten a Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger and James Conner playing the whole time and all that sort of stuff, then everybody would sit up and take notice. But we didn't. Mm. But we're getting the job done. We're, we've got a bye week this week, so they get to go away, nurse a couple of injuries that they've got and work out how they move forward. But proven nothing yet. Well, so. you've started... Look. You but need if to. You need ten to make finals. You've got you, you, you're going to need seven of thirteen. And you're going to we need a bucket load of wins because you're you're gunning for a wild card position because you're not winning your division. You're not winning the division with the Rams in that division, but who are also three and Go back about five years ago, the Eagles, the Giants, and the Cowboys all made it out of the NFC East. So obviously the division winner and two wild cards coming out of the same division. The fourth team must have been shit house. Washington Redskins. They are shit house, and yeah, they, yeah. they've been shit house for. It's Near almost right. like they got sidetracked about the whole name thing and <laughs> forgot about playing fucking football. So shit teams. Have I can see this. That. I can see this. Even though they're sitting at two and one, I can see the Seahawks. And given the Niners' start, that, this could be 
three teams could come out of the NFC West. Possibility. We've still got a lot of work to go. Yeah. But the Rams, the Rams aren't rolling yet, and they're already top of the division. Correct. So. We spoke about it a little bit last week. Daniel Jones obviously got the go-ahead at the Giants. Made his first start on the weekend. He was good. Started with a win. Yeah. There's a little bit of talk about him, obviously, at the draft, if he was the right fit, if he was the right man. He came from a, a weaker college system and all that kind of stuff. But Well, that's what they said about Carson Wentz. He was playing... North Dakota State. North Dakota State. Carson Wentz, the Bison. Carson Wentz is dead set. You're Geelong Grammar. It's dead set. Your <laughs> blood. Your everything comes back to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is a megastar. Carson Wentz is two weeks away from his annual knee injury. No, he did his back last <laughs> So, um... You know what he is? He's like, remember Sean Hampson, just we got to around 13, 14, 15, he'd always do a PCL. He, he, he loved the PCL. We're about around three or four or five at the NFL and Carson goes down. Yeah. Nah, look, in, in fairness to the Giants, yeah. um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers had a soon as you field. texted, As soon as you texted where you said Jameis is starting to roll, it's like Timbo's just put the moz the on moz him. Because the next text from Tim was, sounds like his text what about the hell a- is happening to sounds, the Bucs? Sounds like Timbo's text about AFL. It's um, <laughs> but no, no. They had a field goal to be able to win the game, um, with three seconds to yeah. go, and it was it was regulation. It was just kick the goal, you win the game, your beauty, and in the end he misses. Where was Adam Vinatieri? Well, that's exactly right, and and so in the end, Johns has been able to celebrate, won the game, mm. yada yada yada. But the reality is they should be starting zero and three. Oh no, the thing with Johns, so I'm and not this excited is why, yet, but he looked okay. Isn't, this is why. Isn't look, his name Jones? I, I hope. Nice John, he plays, he's, he's a lead singer of Silverchair. <laughs> I was about to say, that's why they should you were be. You're going to say Nirvana. Say Nirvana. <laughs> that's um, why they should be 0 3. They've got the lead singer of Silverchair. He's got like early onset punches no, for them. And the reason I always look, I want the Giants to be dog shit because they're in my division. I need them to lose games. But I always thought you, when you've got a talent such as Saquon Barkley, you need to play. You can play a developing quarterback because you're not so dependent on him passing yep. the living bejesus out of everything. Yeah. And that was the previous week with Garoppolo. Yeah. Garoppolo threw like 21 times and he's he's afforded to ease his way back into NFL football because we've got a good running game yeah. and everything's operating. So you're not relying on this guy slinging it 45 mm. times in a game. And, and that's good for our team at the moment. That's good for Daniel Jones. Well, Saquon's, Saquon's done a high... They're calling it a high ankle sprain. Yes. So we'll see what how. A lot of people say that you're like, well, what is that? Well, it's a, sp- a sprain on the ankle that's <laughs> up high. high. So Before Mark we... Murphy did that, missed ten weeks. Cindersmosis. I'm going to do a uh, shout out, which Frank. Tim's going to love, and I did. I should have thought. Frank Gore, who the commentators called 137 years old, <laughs> um, he still he just keeps going. Just keeps going. Amazing. Before... And the Bills are three. The Bills. I know. Keeping up with the Pats. Someone just needs to hit Tom Brady and that whole franchise collapses. It's like a deck of cards, do you? Like a house of cards. Josh Allen. You just someone needs to just get through the and just one good hit on Tom. Don't worry about the flag. Won't they get done for rush pass? Uh, Who gives a flying fuck? He's gone. Shane Mumford. Yeah, they need Shane Mumford <laughs> Shane to Mumford. suit up. <laughs> doesn't know the rules, doesn't know the game yeah. plan. Um, before we get on uh, to probably the biggest talking point really of the, the NFL season thus far. Uh, any highlights for uh, week four? Every game matters, of course. Every game. I actually haven't looked ahead. I won't ask you the question then. We'll move straight on. Um, Antonio Brown. We yeah. hardly knew that. Do we want to eulogise Antonio's New York, uh, well, New England Patriots week, career? I, I said rape charges are going to end up on the commissioner's exam. No, no, no. He's going to retire. No. There, there wasn't because of the rape charges. Had he just not texted that woman, he would have been fine. 
He threatened her. Had he not yeah, threatened yeah. her via text? He so the, fact that he, the fact that he's threatening her. But there was two alleged rape. It's like obstruction of justice, Antonio. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, he's 11-day Patriots career. I mean, who can? how can we forget it? <laughs> Signed, <laughs> played, caught a TD, caught yeah. a TD. Well, they're basically saying got a $9 million signing bonus and they're actually asking the question how much of it is going to is he going to be able to keep, given that he was gone within 11 days? And Fucking good pay. I was going to say, I don't know what the um, the fine print is in, in those sorts of contracts, but I think there was talk that he'd have to give a decent portion of it back. But, you know, is a decent proportion six Seven, mil? Yeah. yeah, exactly. If he walks away with two million for 11 days worth of work and one touchdown, where do I sign? It's good money. But, <laughs> look, unfortunately for Antonio, I think uh, we, we spoke about it, and, and in no way is Toby Green Antonio Brown. Let's get that straight. But you just sit there and go... He's white. You're just not terribly bright, Antonio. No. And if you if you were, if you're a little bit smarter, you made unbelievable money to begin with, so let's not cry poor for Antonio Brown. But you sit there and go, you've really played this poorly. Oh, totally. Like the last 18 months yeah. has been a debacle. Well, the fact that Pittsburgh's turned around and say... Go, we don't want you. You know, and basically facilitated the trade, got him out there. And the Raiders have said the same Oakland's thing. Oakland's gotten, pl- you know, given plenty to be able to get him. And then Oakland's they- the biggest loser because they've 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 well, they spent and got nothing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, spent and got nothing. And then the Patriots signed him, thought, "Fucking how good's this?" And they went, "No, you're you're as crazy as a bag of cats, mate." Then yep. <laughs> we're getting rid of you. Cats. Uh, so yeah, look, uh, farewell to Antonio. His Patriots career. I'm sure he'll be up at the Foxborough Hall. Final of thing on on the NFL, the MGA Cup. Was played this oh, week. No, you've been beaten again. And we got beat. I, I since. I don't even know what this is. It's the Lions versus the uh, the Eagles. Because Pete Barracks for the Lions. Of course. We've never. Be- so- the Detroit Ryan. <laughs> the Detroit. <laughs> the Detroit Ryan. We found a oh, way. Oh, to- <laughs> Matthew Stafford, very good quarterback. We found a way to. We found a way to make this go throughout the NFL season. <laughs> um, we've never. It'll be I've, I've, I've never won. Never won a M- MGA Cup. So. It's really a bit sad. So they've good team, they've right? gone they've gone with we've won, a, we've, we've won a Super Bowl in that time. They're dog shit. Yeah, and you've been a good team. Yeah, so we've actually they've gone with. Sorry, a Pete, you're not that bad. <laughs> field goal to ice the game effectively. We've blocked it, run it 80 yards, and then we're in the red zone and just couldn't score. Wow. What did you need a touchdown? Yeah. Oh well, let's see how it goes. Sometimes um, that's all for NFL. No, no, we had a kick and we missed. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you just asked, did you need a touchdown to win? You said yeah, to yeah. win, but I'm saying, but we we gave it a crack, and then obviously, and the, you went for how far out was? The, no, no. Once you could see a fourth, and then we would have field goal to tie the game, and we missed. You missed the field goal. Yeah. From how far? But if you'd kicked it, would you then have to have an onside kick to try and get the ball back? No, no. It just would have gone overtime. Okay. Oh, so that was to draw it. Hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's how far? We lost twenty seven. How far was the field kick? I can't recall. Field goal. I was emotion, emotionally dis- Guess distraught. what? It's back. The quiz. I thought we were racing. What? We were racing. What do you mean? Horse racing. We got nuggets. No, come on, Timbo. We don't. No, no. All I want to say is this weekend is the Golden Rose up Mm. at Rose Hill, which is sort of Sydney is trying to emulate Melbourne's spring, spring, which just doesn't happen. But they've got a big three-year-old race over fourteen hundred meters this weekend. It's billed as a little bit of a head-to-head between Mm. a horse called Exceedance and another one called Bivouac. Bivouac is one of the the pride. Prides of the Gay Godolphin Stable. No, no, the Godolphin Stable. Been waiting for this But one. there is another horse called Yes, Yes, Yes floating around, and I reckon it might run quite quite well. But very exciting. Little on trade to the spring. but it's like from a pre-spring Mel- carnival. Yeah, that's it. They, they give you what they do up there. They're trying to put a couple of big races. They've got the Everest, and they've got, they've got a new race called the Golden Eagle. The Golden Eagle is a mile <laughs> race. I know. Tell me about it. So they have the Golden Eagle during the, the Melbourne Spring Carnival just trying to attract good when horses does, out of Melbourne. Isn't there a race on 
the same day as a big race event down here? Yeah, yeah. I think that's they're trying to do that with the Golden Eagle. Okay. The Golden Eagle. I know. Tell me. Well, they've got the Golden Rose. Is the trophy like a giant Golden Eagle? Well, they haven't run it before, so I don't know. But when I was at Harrods, one would imagine. When I was at Harrods, you're walking around there. It's very ostentatious. It's extraordinary experience going to Harrods. But there's you can buy an ice cream cone in the ice cream parlor, which is really nice. And then five minutes later, you'd be walking past a solid gold falcon. Which is life size. I wouldn't one. say it's solid gold, but in Thomastown, there's a lot of plaster. No, it's it's plaster type setups. It's falcons, s- eagles, lions. Solid. No, no, you can lions, buy it. Lions, tigers, and bears. You can buy it. It's solid gold falcon, and it was ninety thousand pounds. <coughs> that should be. It should be an eagle, of course, a different bird, but that should be the price. There you go. There you go. Well, and as we say, look, it just we, we finally get really good racing, but it's in Sydney. It's not oh, finally. I'm with you on that one too. Yeah, but for us, for us, the Melbourne, <laughs> have you survived all this time, Sean? <laughs> the Melbourne Carnival really starts week after next with the Turnbull Stakes Day at Flemington. Ooh, so that, for, that's for me when big we day. kick off, and that's when we kick off Tim's Nuggets. Tim's big, Nuggets. Big day on the calendar. The Turnbull. I can't wait. For and Timbo, it. we want to make some money. Yeah. This Denaro, year, oh, we, we I put away the cash for Crohn's because our footy tipping was dog shit. It was awful. But it's all on you through the spring carnival. Time for me we are giving some money to, to Crohn's to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation of Australia. We are, exactly. even if we have to pull it out of Sean's pocket. I'm not giving you any of my money. You'd <laughs> fucking waste it. Um, are we ready for the quiz? I was born ready. Oh, do we, do white, we need whiteboards? Yeah, you need whiteboards. I was hoping you would have got the whiteboards ready whilst we were rambling about the horse racing. Uh, we need some uh, markers as well. You got a tissue there to wipe the whiteboard down. So we're back to the classic format here of uh, five questions for each type thing. Oh, my God. he's Oh, Jesus. Fabian can't use the whiteboard because he's got permanent marker on it. How does that work? No, I just think the whiteboards haven't been used in so long that it's it's just dried on. Yeah, Tim's is the same thing. He's vigorously clearing it. Ugh. <sighs> it's a good scene here, actually, as these two... <laughs> I probably shouldn't grunt. Well, <laughs> put, put their backs into it. All right. So strong, such strong wrists. Extraordinary. Timbo hasn't Not as strong quite got, as yours, Sean. Timbo hasn't quite got his clean, but Fabian's got his. I've got mine decent. Polished enough. off. Can I have a pen? Timbo mean, wants a. You mean a marker? a marker? Timbo wants a texter. So we'll go with the five questions to start us off, and those five questions will be for both of you on the whiteboards before we go to fast money. Okay. We ready? So we're answering. Okay. Yep. So you each gotcha. you answer these. So make it quick, Tim. Yep. Question number one to kick us off. For one point each. Who have GWS and Richmond nominated to present the Premiership Cup? So in the event of a win, each team obviously has a person nominated to present them the Premiership Cup. Who have the Tigers nominated to do this? Who have the GWS nominated to do this? In the news, obviously, in light of it being Grand Final Week, of all things. So, makes sense, I suppose. It's spelled incorrectly, but my answer's in, my answer. I don't know them. Yeah. I heard it. You did hear it? I know Hurry up, is. Tim. I know who it is no. for GWS, but I don't know who... Just I, time I him remember. out. Time I want to say out. Tom Hafey, but I know that the man's dead, so it'll be a... <laughs> that, that would be an unbelievable get. The exhumed corpse of Tom Hafey. You'll be presenting... You know, know, it's like a cadaver. This, this is wrong. Did you hear they discovered a... Uh... This is wrong, but I'm writing it anyway. So Timbo has oh. gone for Kevin Sheedy for the GWS... Fabian has gone for Kevin Sheedy for the GWS. They're each correct. Timbo's gone for Francis Burke for the Richmond Football Club. Is it? It's Tony Jewell. 
Fabian has gone for, I thought you said Dave Waitman. Dale. It meant to be Dale Waitman. Hmm. You're both incorrect. It is Maureen Hafey, the wife, of oh, course, or the, or the widow, I should Tom say. Hafey. Of uh, of Tommy Hafey will be presenting. There you go. It. There was there was method to my madness. Yeah, you were in the ball. Madness all the same. Question number two: the 2019 NAB League. So we got a point each. Point point each. The 2019 NAB League Grand Final took place at Princes Park on Saturday. Which two teams played off? Is it a point each? One point each for the NAB League. What's the NAB League? The old TAC Cup. <laughs> That's a good start from Fabian. So we've got uh, two teams, of course, played off. There was one quite outstanding performance, rightly awarded with the best on ground medal. Timbo's got his locked in. Fabian is locking his in. Fabian has gone for the Bendigo Pioneers versus the Geelong Falcons, incorrect on both counts. Timbo has gone for the Oakley Chargers. Oakley, of course, won it on the back of Matt Rowell's performance. And the Dandenong Stingrays, that is incorrect. It was the Oakley Chargers and the Eastern Rangers. Eastern Rangers. So Timbo gets the one point there. So Timbo's leading two to one. Two to one. Question number three. The 2019 VFLW Grand Final took place at Princes Park on Sunday afternoon for one point each. Who were the teams? So the VFLW Grand Final was the precursor, of course, to the VFL Grand Final. Fabian has locked in his I have answer. no idea this. Timbo has gone for Footscray v Collingwood. Fabian has gone for Footscray v Richmond. Probably helps that Collingwood won the game. Uh, <laughs> so Timbo gets two, Fabian won. Who did they beat? Collingwood beat Footscray. Oh. So you got one count. I was, I was confident in the Richmond part. Well, they played later. Uh, question number four. So what I, I got one, Timbo got, one, got two. So four to two for Tim. Jesus. Question number four. On Monday night, Nat Fife became the 15th man to claim multiple Brownlow medals. Eleven of these men have won the medal twice. Four have won it on three occasions. For one point each, who are the four players to have won three Brownlow medals? Quite an exclusive group there. I thought Juddy was going to get there. Yeah. thought Juddy was going to get there. I thought uh, Gary was a chance to get there until he hurt his shoulder. Would have been quite an extraordinary performance. I only know two. I actually don't even know two. I know one. That's not a good start. You want to lock in any of your answers? Timbo. Timbo's extremely confident. He's already given himself the points. <laughs> Fabian, thinking, Barry, Barry thinking, Cable. thinking, Barry Cable. This guy hasn't even won a brown low, but I'm going to put his name down. <laughs> Lee Matthews. Going to have to time you out, Fab. What do you got for me? Fabian has gone for Bobby Skilton, Hayden Bunton, and Ian Stewart. Ooh. Timbo has gone for Bobby Skilton. Ian Stewart, Hayden Bunton, and Kevin Murray Bulldog. Yep. But, mate, he talks enough about the fucking one round low he's won. Imagine if he had two. No, Kevin Murray's only won the one. So you got three each there, I believe. The missing man, King Richard. Dick. Uh, Dick, Reynolds. Dick Reynolds, three-time brown low medalist. So, so we got three each? So we each got three. Seven, five. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, Hayden Bunton, of Interesting, course. Interesting uh, bit of trivia. Ian Stewart, captain of the Italian team of the century. You know this, yes. Coach of Carlton, briefly. Changed um, his name to uh, Stewart, to uh, Aussie-fy himself. There you go. What was his name? What was his actual name? Uh, Chadovy would have been his surname. Okay. Yeah. Um, Should have just stuck with it. He came around to uh, Nan and Pa's place when they were trying to get John. Ian Stewart, St Kilda champion, came around and spoke to the family and whatnot. Cool. Apparently he's a very nice man. So, yeah, so Hayden Bunton, Dick Reynolds, Bobby Skilton, Ian Stewart. 
There we go. Uh, question number five. For one point each, three men co-captained the GWS in their debut season in 2012. Name the three. So in 2012, their first year, they had three co-captains. You'll get one point each. If you can identify those three. Come a long way, the GWS, since their heady days of that horseshit start. Fabian's locked in. Timbo's thinking. Looks like he's got two down. Come on, Timbo. Nice haircut, by the way. Thank you. It's fresh. Is that for your junket today and tomorrow? Uh, Who are you seeing at your junket tomorrow? Marty Mill. Marty Mill. Lebanese team of the century. <laughs> there wouldn't be too many in that. No. Do you remember the cheese squad used to have the Lebo flag? I do. Timbo. Gonna have to lock you in, Timbo. Give me one. Takes his time, doesn't he, Tim? He's like that... You know, who was that asshole golfer who's taken heaps and heaps of time? Is it Kevin Nah? So, who have we got here? So, Fabian has gone for Callan Ward, Phil Davis, and Chad Corns. Timbo has gone for Callan Ward, Phil Davis, and Luke Power. Timbo gets all three. Fabian gets two. So Filthy and uh, Callum Ward have been... From day one, from day, day one. Stalwarts. I like your rationale. Kane Corns, obviously, it was going to be one of he or Brogan. Or, Chad, Chad Corns. Sorry, Chad Corns. It was going to be one of he, Brogan, Power, and even James McDonald, obviously, went up there. Welcome aboard, Lucky Power. Yes. That yeah, was, that was part very of, happy with that. That was part of the rationale behind the question. Like um, Timbo leads 10-7 to 7 at the end of the first round. Good first round there. Question number one, fast money. This is buzz-ins. Oh, Jesus. You ready, ready everyone? Yeah. <clears throat> question number one. Sam Walsh finished his debut season with the rising star AFLPA best first year player and how many Brownlow? Six. Six is correct. Six Brownlow votes, Sam Walsh. I think he got five more than uh, old mate Connor, which is a good result. How many more than Sydney Stack? Uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> Question number two. The Wallabies opened their 2019 Rugby World Cup. Fabian. Fabian. Argentina. Incorrect. Fiji. Fiji. They played and beat Fiji at the Sapporo Dome on, I don't even know what day it was, Saturday? Yeah, Friday. I've seen that. I've not paid any attention to anything Question in the last month. Question number three. Following the 2019 Singapore Grand Prix, which driver sits second? Fabian. Charles Leclerc. Incorrect. Sebastian Vettel. Incorrect. Valtteri Bottas. That is correct. I'm tossing up whether to give you the point. I'm 12 to 7 behind. You have to give it to me. The question was, uh, which driver sits second in the World Drivers' Championship? It is Valtteri Bottas on 231 points. Leclerc and Verstappen are on 200 points in a tie for third. I'll give Fabian the point. I'm feeling, I'm feeling charitable. Oh, he, But he had a go. It's not like I chipped in with two answers. Correct. Well, you did. Yeah, but after he hit it really... Yeah. <laughs> question number four. There are only like 16, Shut up, Tim. 16 drivers. Shut up, though, Tim. I mean. <laughs> question number four. Who was the last Carlton player to win the AFL Grand Fabian. Final... Sprint. Yes. Tim. Oh, he's buzzed in. Chris Yaron. Incorrect. Brendan Favola. That is correct. Yeah. Brendan Favola won the AFL Grand Final Sprint in 2006. Can anyone name the other Carlton player to have won the Grand Final Sprint? There is only one other. Chris Massey? No. Jesus, Chris Massey. How slow was the race? <laughs> Some dead five. Uh, no. Frank Marchesani. Oh, one in 1983. He owned the sports store up at Maston Square in Lower Templestone. He's only had the two wins. Um, Carlton, Fev and Frank. 
Must be something that's Italian genes. Question number five. We're quick, mate. Of how many? Quick, quick, quick. Ten. Question number five. Just not in car parks. Only one one division in the NFL's NFC conference has two teams. Fabian. The NFC West. That is correct. No, the Rams and the 49ers are the only two teams undefeated in the the NFC. 13 to 9. Question number six. Only one division in the NFL's AFC conference has two teams. Fabian, the AFC East. That is correct. The Pats and and the the Bills. Bills. Fabian's pulled back to within three, 13 to 10. That smile's returned as well. Since we last recorded, three Major League Baseball teams notched their 100th wins of the season. For one point, can you name two of them? Fabian, the Yankees Mm -hmm. and the Dodgers. Yeah, and for an additional point, can you name the third? The Houston Astros. He's got all three. He's pulled level with a couple of big... No, he hasn't. Yes, he has. No, he hasn't. For one point, name two... And for a oh, bonus sorry, sorry, point, sorry, name sorry, the extra. Sorry, you're quite right. Oh, look who's getting nervous sorry, sorry, now. Sorry, you're quite right, sorry. Hey, I'm in his head. That's all that mattered. I'm in his head. So it's 13 to 12. Here we go. How many questions left? Three. Oh, shit. Question number eight. The Melbourne Storm defeated Paramount. Fabian. 36 nil. Incorrect. Do you want the rest of the question, Tim? Yes, please. This is why it pays to listen, Fabian. Yeah, you but he generally... But he, yeah, oh, whatever. The Melbourne Storm defeated Parramatta 32 nil to book a preliminary final against what team? <sighs> Felice Kafusi. <laughs> He's formed his own splinter team. I'm guessing I'm going to say the Canberra Raiders. Incorrect. This can go back to Fabian. Don't, don't don't open it up. I don't know. You can have a crack at it. The Bulldogs. Incorrect. You're an idiot. It's the Sydney Roosters. Okay. Can I have another crack? No, no, no. You've already had a crack. Didn't you have a crack? Oh, you didn't have a crack. Well, hang on. What about no, no, but no, he already gave you... Yeah, he gave you... But he already said the answer. Blame, blame Sean. I said Sydney City Roosters. Blame it on the rain. So it's still 13 to 12. That was a weird one left on the table there. A little bit of Any questions left? that too. Oh, Jesus. At this early stage of the season, who leads the race for the EPLs? Fabian. It's a big one. I'm buzzing in early, Fab. Sergio Aguero. Who leads the race for the EPLs? Golden boot. It is Sergio Aguero. We're tied at 13 apiece. I'm loving this because we've got to have a winner. We're going to go to sudden death to one of you idiots. Get this right. This is a good result for me. I don't have to think of a question on the fly. How good is Fabian's? He's twitchy. He's smiling. He's happy. Stop it. He's fought back. And I'm late, so let's hurry. 1380 was adrift. He's fought back to tie at 13 apiece. Here we are. This is why the quiz is the best segment on the show. Question number 10. Geneva this past week hosted the third edition of this annual tournament. Fabian. Between the Labor Cup. For the win! He's won it. He's won it. <laughs> yes, that great flexi pave. He's home. Geneva hosted the third edition of this annual tournament between Team Europe and Team World. It is the Labour Cup. Fabian has come from the clouds. Timbo, that is Atlanta Falcon style. Super. Wow. Whatever was that Super Bowl? You were 20, wow. 24 to three up. Yep. 13 to 8 up with only 5 questions to go and Timbo has thrown it away. And I yeah. 
Fabian's oh, like I thought Fabian, I had the MVP sorted out. <laughs> Fabian's like Ron Barassi in the seventy grand final. He's handball risen for your to lives. That's it. I just I handballed the whole way. Play on at all costs. He's played on and he's paid off. That's big. the greatest victory in quiz history. You know how much I enjoy watching Fabian lose the quiz, but that is the best win in Sean's win. quiz history. Good win. He was absolutely nowhere after round one. He was nowhere. I was going to buzz in so early with that. As soon as you said Geneva, I thought I was actually going to whisper out loud. Oh, the Labor Cup. But I didn't think that would be the answer. I thought that would be in Geneva, blah, 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 the Labor Cup. And then you would have given me who... Who who scored the winning yeah, or, point. Alexander Zverev. Wow, we. I like the grey-looking. I People do. saying no, it's I hard like to see. Well. I don't think it's easier to see. They probably needed to use, as silly as this sounds, a different... Or a white ball, not a green ball. Mm. They probably needed to use a different colour mm. ball. But I, I like it. a white ball mark, potentially. Well, it harder to see. Oh, maybe. But it oh. makes the uniforms pop. Mm. Everything, it just looks awesome. It did look, I did look good. Yeah. I remember tuning it on and thinking, and it was a nice grey as well. I was like, yeah. This, yeah, it was good. So that look, that's... It's a, like a slate. It is. It's like colour blonde. Um, well, that's as good a place as any to end it. Fabian's joke of the week? Yes, please. You didn't respond to my joke last night. I sent you to a dad joke I thought you would have loved. It was hilarious. I got nothing from either I of you. I thought I gave you the ha-ha. Nothing from the it? two of you. Do you want to say it on air? I don't know. You can say it on air after my joke of the week. No, you can say it. Okay, hold on. Just while we wait for Fabian to. Oh, you can't. I can't say that on air. Why not? Can't. Can't drop that on on air. Was it? The, oh, yes. That yeah, was great. Not if you say it properly. <laughs> so a teacher is saying to the student, "Okay, Sarah, what's your sentence with the word contagious in it?" And Sarah replies, "Our neighbour is painting his house." With a two-inch brush, and my dad said it'll take the contagious. <laughs> you tell Kelly that one. I did. That she liked it. Um, did you hear they discovered another another mummy in uh, in Egypt? I did not know this. Yeah, you know they, they they discovered his tomb was covered in uh, chocolate and nuts. Apparently, his name was Pharaoh Rocher. <laughs> Pharaoh Roche. That's pretty funny. That's terrible. That's <laughs> absolutely awful. That's woeful. Look, I just want to say before we go off here, uh, Timbo, you've taken the quiz loss admirably. It was a heartbreaker. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's not the way that you want to uh, lose. It's like Bucks last year. Yeah. You yeah. had it. You had it there. Yep. Oh, I was well. cheering you home and I thought, you know. You can't win every single week. And old mate. Uh, Fabian drops a Jumping early uh, was to his. It, it worked this week. In the end, you know, I'm, T- Timbo's actually taken it very well in, in what was a one-point game. He is taking the potential controversy of question number uh, three in Fast Money I would have got Sydney well. City Roosters. It would have been a draw and we'd have to have another... Uh, anyway, neither here nor there. That's all right. Good we owe course. Sydney City Roosters too, just quietly. Why do you keep calling them Sydney City Roosters? I don't think they've been called Sydney City Roosters. <laughs> Just called the Sydney Roosters, mate. Well, haven't had been called the Sydney City Roosters for Since Super 15 League. years. What about Easts? Easts, the Chooks. Chooks. In the sheds. <laughs> I love how they were sponsored by Stegel. Oh, they still great. probably are. Yeah, they might be. It's a good-looking shirt. I will give them that. In terms of, like, classic. Ours is the best-looking in, in the league. NRL, the Storm. Mm, the well, purple, well, the blue. it's a similar sort of idea. I like it? when we rock... The bit of the yellow in there, mm. like the traditional yellow There's rather than more, the white. The shirt they wore on the weekend, there was a bit more yellow in it, yeah. which looked good. Chicken salad. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. The, the NRL team's Shout out to Peter Wills, who loves the segment Chicken Shit or Chicken Salad. He goes, but it, does it only apply to football kids? No, it can apply to anything. 
So we might bring it back. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. I like. Yeah, there's there's a couple of shockers going around in the NRL, but um, actually, you know which one I didn't mind? The ladies last week. I think it was the. I think it was the New Zealand, the Warriors, and I think their their girls team was wearing like a green shirt with the simile like the South Australia Melbourne Storm style, the V, mm-hmm. but the V was like black and white, and it, that looked quite okay too. Mm. I was like, yeah, that's, I'll give that a chicken salad, so because that's not going to clash with anything. It looked quite alright. No. Green's a hard colour to get right. Well, thank you very much for tuning in this weekend. Eighties banger uh, to celebrate to commemorate Fabian's comeback of the. Uh, Come back yeah, of the century? Maybe. We'll see how we go. Uh, commiserations, Timbo. My heart right. bleeds for you. We'll live and fight another day. Well, hopefully. Hopefully you're not mentally scarred from that. And, of course, congratulations to quiz winner Fabian. Grazie. Arrivederci, ragazzi. A happy grand final day to everyone. Let's go the Giants. Go yeah, the Giants. Go the Giants. Maybe we play the Giants song. That's a good song. The mighty Giants. Now there's a big, big sound from the west of the town. It's the sound of the mighty Giants. You're going to get the trumpet in there. Goodbye. Oh, it's a great song. It is. I like it. I was singing it all Saturday night too.